0: God and his kingdom and you bring that culture and that active element of heaven into the realm of the earth concerning a situation what can stop it from being and what can stop heaven manifesting on earth when we say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven you bring the substance that causes the will of God to be done as it is in heaven Nadia, I was going to add that substance in Greek is called dunamis. Amen. The power. power. Yes. We have that power. You have that power. And let me make it very much clearer to you. I was speaking to you about this the other day and he gave me such a powerful revelation. He's like, God came in covenant with Abraham. This is a man who had no child. Mm -hmm. This man had no child. And God said that you will be the father of nations. Abraham had to have faith. Scripture says Abraham believed God. And it was accorded to him as righteousness. Mm -hmm. And you remember we've done the teachings. The throne of God is built on two things. Justice and righteousness. (laughs) Yes, we do this a lot in the courts of heaven. Maybe we need another refresher on the courts of heaven. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Abraham believed God. So he latched onto this element of heaven and then he gained what was a part of God's throne. Mm-hmm. Righteousness. Mm, that's good. Righteousness. And so when he engaged, believe what happened to Abraham, Abraham believed God for a nation. He was one person. He was in Ur of the Chaldeans with his family worshiping idols and the Lord pulls him and said I'm gonna make a nation out of you (laughs) Abraham's younger brother had like how many sons I think there were more than 10 of them and Abraham pretty much was still waiting on God I mean to say it rightly he had Isaac at this point when he was coming down from almost sacrificing Isaac somebody walked up to him and said your brother has had more sons so Abraham the point I was gonna bring is A man who had no child chose to engage belief while the entire nation of Israel were yet in his loins. The entire nation of Israel were in his loins and he chose to believe God. You think there will be Israel without Abraham believing? No. see that God needs a man to believe for him to do his great works and will in your life mm. Mm. do you understand a stepfather that you can engage believe in the promise of God to birth generations that will walk with God supernaturally in your family in your life for your children for your grandchildren do you understand that it's much more than I want to have Yummy breakfast. Mm-hmm. I want to have a heavy bank account. Do you understand? It's much more than I want to have a sexy body. Abraham believed God. Mm-hmm. And it was accorded to him as righteousness. He took hold of that. Do you understand that Abraham could have gone ahead and had many children. Because he had it with Hagar. Mm-hmm. So you and I can choose on And go and have many other things. It's a choice. It's a choice. So it was needed. It was needed for a man at every point. Noah seemed like a crazy man. Oh, the world is going to rain and blah, blah, blah. But what happened? He engaged faith. He engaged faith. He believed God. And a generation of darkness was erased from the earth. What did God call Noah? Noah, the righteous. When you believe God, you engage an element of heaven, the foundation of God's throne of righteousness and justice. But this is the kingdom you belong to. So why not engage it? God has already told us that these things will happen. It's not like God just sent us to this world and told us Jesus is going to die for you and you're going to be fine. Everything is going to be perfect. Jesus said, in this world you will face tribulations, but take heed, I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. He says, only believe. Yes, you're facing all these crazy things from the kingdom of darkness, but believe will get you to have what I'm giving you. It is belief for you to receive anything from my kingdom. It is belief. So next verse, please, Valerie. (laughs) <laughs> I hope I've built the importance and the need for belief. Alright. Okay, yes. 25. Now when Jesus saw that the crowd was quickly growing larger, he commanded the demons saying, you and mute spirit, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. Amen! He commanded mm-hmm. the spirit to leave because that man said he believed and then people started gathering around and he cast the demons like, yeah, Let's not um, delay this any further. Next verse, please. So, so, 26, the demon shrieked and threw the boy into terrible seizures and finally came out of him. As the boy lay there looking like a corpse, everyone thought he was dead. Really? Like this demon is going to leave and steal? You had to do that? Can you see how evil these things are? Yeah. Don't you feel like you're slapping? The- <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, Jesus, you have to watch that demon do all the, Understand, they are upset for a reason. The demon was upset to leave that boy. He was happier than that boy. <laughs> yes. See, understand. Guys, see, don't feel condemned. Don't feel like, how can I have... I was watching A.A. Allen. I don't know if you guys know A.A. Allen. Amazing, amazing. He moved in miraculous power. The power of God really rested in that man. So he was delivering this woman. He was doing deliverance on this woman. And this woman was like, you know, she's like, I've been to a palm reader before and I felt something coming to me. And I also want you to be aware of that. Don't touch anything unclean palm, all that stuff. Just be careful what you touch, that on the side. After all that happened in her past, she gave her life to Christ and she received the Holy Spirit and she was speaking in tongues. And then when Il Alan was casting the demon out of her, because Il Alan had told her that he was gonna cast the demon from her that day, and when they were right there, you see, she said, "I've received the Holy Spirit. I speak in tongues. I don't understand why I can have a demon and the Holy Spirit inside me." <laughs> and I'm like, and Alan just went ahead and prayed over her and delivered her. And I'm like, man, we just need to explain this to people. People don't understand. That there are two kingdoms fighting to have their place in you. But the thing with the kingdom of God is that he does not force you. He gives you free will. He wants you to choose. Satan will be like, I'm in the bloodline. And concerning this boy, why would he be so upset? He's like, I've been there for so long. Because it didn't just happen then. I've been there for so long and you come and you cast me out of my house. Where do you expect me to go? How do you Mm. want me to start? Do you understand that my boss is going to be very upset with me that I failed? Mm. Trust me, Satan is not merciful to his agents. He's very mean to them. Mm. It's about position. It's about dog eat dog. It's about all of that. Mm. So they get punished if they don't fulfill their master's plan. So... He was very upset. He violated that guy while he was living. He violated him. So much so that he fell down as dead. Can you imagine if there was no Jesus? The way that he violated that guy for him to appear dead, what if he died? Do do you understand the fear and the unbelief that would have set there and how they would have all been pointing at Jesus? It's not funny. So this is how upset they get. I did this, um, took one person to the courts of heaven, and we were dealing with um, succubus and incubus. These are sexual demons that come and have sex with you in the dream. And when we went to the courts of heaven, and she was breaking the agreements with them, all these spirits that were having these sexual things, one of them, when he, the Lord presented the divorce papers for this guy to sign, because she was like, I received my divorce papers. I am no longer in agreement with you. You have no right to my body anymore. I am joined to the Lord. I am one spirit with the Lord. You cannot touch me anymore. While she was doing that, this spirit came. It was so upset. He grabbed the pen, the paper, and just very upsettingly signed the divorce papers. This was all going on in the spirit. And he walked out. Because that was the strongest one that had always been molesting her for so many years. Immediately she broke covenants with them. Immediately that one was leaving. All the others filed on right behind him. Signing and leaving. But it took her standing in authority, believing in agreement with God. She was, oh my God. She's one of the best people I've taken to the courts of heaven. She's like, no, but guess what? I want you guys to understand that after her deliverance, the next day, she was coming from work, and this spirit was by the side, staring at her, walking into her house. And I'm like, you got to keep at it. You got to keep at it. We give it no right. We go back to the courts of heaven. We say you will not come within five miles of her. You will not even look at her. You will not come within five miles of her dwelling. You will not have any access to her. Wow. Uh, and then later she will be dreaming. She'll sleep and she'll see him in the dream. Just looking at her. And we kept going to court. And she's like, nope, nope. I take authority. She began to enforce her authority. Because she believed God. I mean, understand that this thing has been molesting her for years. More than 20 years. She married with kids. Mm. So where do you expect them to go? To their master Satan? This is all the things of the spirit. It's an evil realm that Satan commands. It's a wonderful, joyful realm that God commands. Mm. So it's like they don't want to. They don't want to give up because they don't want to go up to their master and says, "Master, I failed." Yeah. I mean, they're gonna be a servant. You know, it's hierarchies. There's hierarchies mm-hmm. in all these realms. Yeah, mm. and you're gonna be punished. Satan punishes them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't fulfill their task. Yes, and remember, he wants to be God, so he wants them to always win to prove that he's more powerful. Mm-hmm. So. This demon is coming out and he hurt this guy so much that he's on the floor as though dead. Please, don't be complacent. People get delivered. They don't tell you what happens afterwards. I am telling you, continue in that path. Jesus himself said that when they leave, they go and get seven cousins that are stronger than what was inside. Can you imagine if that one left? and went and got seven stronger, what are they gonna do to him? Understand that when you're dealing with generational things, understand that they've been in the bloodline, I told you the bloodline is like a house that they've acquired. They paid mortgage, they were there when your ancestors made covenants with them, they were there. Many generations, just like we said that Abraham engaged belief, engaged belief and the nation of Israel We're still in his loins. He engaged belief. And because he engaged belief, Israel was birthed because he chose to covenant with the Lord. In the same way, your ancestors engaged Satan, engaged unbelief, unfortunately. And so what happened? It gave legal rights for the enemy to remain in certain areas of our bloodline. So they've been there for all these years, for years before you came to manifest. The agreement was that in the loins of your ancestors, an agreement was established that they will manifest the kingdom of hell on earth. That you will manifest darkness. That you will not enjoy the blessings of God. It is an agreement while you were in the loins, and then you step onto the platform in your time, and you're like, Nope, I am breaking those agreements, and I am making an agreement with God. And I will engage God in belief so that all that are within my loins will manifest the glory of God. Will live a life of victory, will be a blessing to people around. We will help people, we will deliver people, we will. Make sure that the kingdom of God is glorified. And then you cast them out of that house. They have paid the mortgage, they acquired that property, and you think you can just come and cast them out. Mm-hmm. Understand that it's a word. That's why the word says it's not Paul, but it's not Jesus, it's Paul. He says that you do not wrestle. With flesh and blood, you wrestle with principalities and powers, and rulers in high places. You are in a battle. And so, Valerie, finish the verse, please. <laughs> twenty-seven. But Jesus stooped down, gently shook his hand, and raised him up to his feet. And he stood there, completely set free. Completely set free! Yay! So Jesus took hold of him and raised him up, and he was completely set free. Mm. Completely set free. When everybody thought that this guy is dead, he was completely set free. So, and you know, Nadia, the TPT says, uh, I guess it's Luke 9 43 as a reference. It adds, everyone was awestruck. They were stunned seeing the power and majesty of God flow through Jesus. Amen. So this is how the spirit realm operates. Jesus took authority and that guy was completely set free. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab spirit, spirit, spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.